You've now entered the lap of luxury. Prepare your soul for a lavish journey into enlightenment. Shocker. <laughs> no, uh... So, the, the Windows one always... Or the Windows Skype always had it in the the little ellipses like mm, the settings yeah. kind of oh but this yeah one has it on the button i guess you guys yeah. Are just better, yeah yeah just more ergonomic always step ahead <laughs> but that's okay maybe i mean it does look fresh so maybe they did an update but anyway yeah. um it's been a while since it was just us two huh yeah uh, it's, uh yeah and I, you had would... uh you had quite a 2021 <laughs> <experience>. <laughs> yeah uh the 2019 it came back and got me with a vengeance um i don't think i so i might have had i, th- I think i've talked on the podcast i might have gotten covid before like right at the beginning of 2020 but i didn't know like i was like ah maybe a lot of the same symptoms so um anyways let me get to let me just start in the present i got covid uh, I had it. I get, and by the way, I had the vaccine as well. Um, turns out it doesn't matter when you're. It turns out it doesn't matter when you're uh, just having COVID spewed at you for 48 straight <laughs> hours. Maria. <laughs> <laughs> And this uh, makes um, this make your comments to profane today even more uh, relevant, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. So I and what makes me think I had COVID in twenty like twenty early twenty twenty before like we thought it was gonna be here is I basically felt the exact same way like I had a little bit of headache I got kind of not tired but I felt just kind of achy and like my back started kind of hurting a little bit um, and I was like dude I feel this exact same way and then. Like what triggered it for me, it's kind of like, you know, how when you do the altitude chamber, you kind of feel like what hypoxia feels like. Um, I kind of used that like when I got my first shot or the first round of the vaccine. And I guess even the second one, too. I got a little bit of a headache. So um, this time I when I got the uh, when I actually had COVID, I was like, man, I got a little bit of a headache. This is kind of odd. And. I was like, I definitely feel sick, but, you know, it could, it's probably just the cold. But then I was like, man, me having this headache and then kind of having a little bit of chills. So, so let me go get a test. And I got went and got the at-home test and sure as shit came back positive. And I was like, God dang. I was like, well, how did I get this? Because the week before, like literally one week before, I felt like I had a kind of runny nose and a little bit of a cough. And I was nervous. So I got, I got the um, a take-home test as well and took it and it came back clean i was like oh you know i I, it was just a it it was just a regular common cold and about a day later after i took the test i felt completely fine i was good to go um so i was nervous i took the test because i don't i was going to go go down and visit my girlfriend and um i didn't want to make sure i want to make sure i didn't take it uh, down to her Meanwhile, like I've been talking to her. She's like, ah, I've got kind of like a little bit of a headache, a little bit of cough. She's she's coughing on the phone with me, like when I'm talking to her, you know, oh, daily. Boy. And I was like, you went, she, she get a COVID vaccine or not? Sorry, not a vaccine. She get a COVID test. And she's like, no, no, no. It's just the cold. I don't really feel sick at all. Like, <laughs> okay. 
all right, whatever. I was like, yeah, like there's the just something to that too. Yeah, what's that? I like the tone you added to that. Yeah, too. yeah. No, that's the exact same thing. Like, that's that's her tone on this thing, and she's she's like, I'm thinking because there's a couple other people I know who like have actual just just common cold. Um, and it's all across the country. People are having just a normal cold because I've been traveling TDY and stuff. And a lot of people just literally, they didn't have COVID. They just had regular cold. So I was like, all right, whatever. You know, she just got the cold and we're hanging out. Obviously, like I'm inside of her bubble this whole time. And we went and like hung out with some of her friends and her roommate, who's like her best friend was like, yeah, it's like Maria's she's. She says she's not sick, but she's always sick. She just acts like she's not really <laughs> sick. She's like she'll be literally coughing up uh, stuff, nose, you know, sweating, has a headache, and she's like, "No, I'm not sick. I'm not sick. I'm not sick. I'm never, I, I'm never sick." <laughs> and it's funny that she says this. Since almost this is all kind of just thinking going through my head, and I'm just like, "Ah, oh, okay, interesting." And I'm like, "Ah, oh, well, she didn't get a COVID test, but I trust her. She said she's not. She doesn't got COVID." So we hung out all weekend. And then as I'm driving back on Sunday, I was like, man, I got kind of like a little bit of a stuffy nose. I was like, well, if this is the same cold, you know, I should be fine. Like, like there's no re like I, I shouldn't have gotten like re sick, you know, after I just got healed. And I didn't think anything of it. Monday rolls around. I'm like, huh, I'm a little bit hot. That's kind of weird. And it progresses and. I was I was fine and all and like I got it was bad enough that I ate my lunch and I had an ice like I had a like a Ziploc bag I filled it up with ice and I just put it on the back of my neck because I'm like man I'm getting kind of hot this is really strange and I was like I don't know like I I wasn't feeling like this the week before and <laughs> so I was like hold on I can start to feel myself get a headache so I went went home grabbed a, another home test took it and sure shit came back positive and i was like eh. it's like ah you motherfuckers <laughs> like i came back to work i was like hey uh i had covid i was like hey i i, I tested positive I was like hey i'm going home uh i think i got covid i'm like 99 percent sure so i went and talked to the um like our doc too I was like, hey, I might have COVID. Uh, what do I need to do? And he was like, oh, well, do you have it or not? Like, I was like, well, I want to get a test to make sure. And he's like, well, if you do, then you're going to have to do this. I was like, eh, you know what? I'm just going to go home. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I, I took, I knew that I was positive. So I just went home and I was like, okay, my symptoms started on Sunday. And so I should be good. Like, it's like 10 days after symptoms start or something like that. Uh, and I was like, uh, I'll stay home for like basically since Sunday. So I'll, I'll, I'll stay home for 11 days and that should be good enough. I came back to work, wore a mask and everything, but I was pretty much fine, but I still blame, uh, I still blame my girlfriend and she got a little salty with me <laughs> that I told her she gave it to me cause she, she was like, well, you could have gave it to me. I was like, that is possible. But I don't think I did cause she was also karaokeing with, one of her friends who got COVID and I'm like, you guys are all in this one room, just karaoke together, singing, dancing, you know, probably spitting on this mic and licking it and stuff. Who knows? <laughs> so, I, was like, I still blame her, but it, 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 to be fair, it is possible that I could have given it to her. I don't think so though. But anyways. Yeah. She so, yeah, might as well have been uh, rolling around in germs or like a nurse yeah, or something. Huh? Exactly. She's just like sleeping 
We're sharing the same bed, just coughing in her sleep right in my face. Just all the particles just going straight in there. Dude, I got to say, I, I think I've been lucky. Like, I don't know if I talked about it in the uh, last podcast, but, you know, at the wedding, I shook, shook everybody's hands, like 150 people. It's yeah. like, if I didn't get it then, like, what, what the fuck's going on? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's indiscriminate. It's crazy. Yeah. So, like, my boss, uh, <laughs> he still hasn't gotten his vaccine. He's getting it. Uh, he's... Because, like, obviously, he's in the military, so he's got to get it. He just hasn't gotten it yet. He didn't want to at first, but um, obviously, he wants to stay in the military. So he's like, I don't know. There's a whole thing. Yeah. Uh, maybe I should. Ah, that, that's fine. He'd probably admit it. Like, it, it's fine. Uh, so he's going to get it. He hasn't got it. And I was talking to him about it. He's like, yeah, this is so strange because he's like, I've gotten the antibody test, and there's no reason I shouldn't have got it by now. He's like, I, I don't understand. How, like, it's just attacking people like indiscriminately he's like i've been really lucky that i haven't gotten it i don't know like it's not like he doesn't believe it's a thing or anything he just doesn't he's like ah, i'll get it when i when i get it and it's just odd it's, it's attacking people and i will say this <laughs> and i might have talked about this on the podcast before but the week when i was sick and i did not have covid just like you were talking about i was shaking people's hands and <laughs> I, was, I was looking like I, I hadn't seen some of these people in a while because i went back to indy and I'm shaking people's hands, talking, but we were outside and I was looking for hand sanitizer and I couldn't find any. And of course, like I have to like go, I guess, buffet style. So like I'm already really leery of buffets. I have been for probably four or five years now after getting sick from eating at a buffet and just seeing all these people like, you know, uh, yeah. coughing and yeah. um, picking up utensils and i just like look around like i just see it like i can still i can still feel the germs like on my hand as i because i haven't cleaned them yet as i pick up like this barbecue sandwich and i'm just like right like i like i literally had anxiety as i was eating this because i knew there were germs on my hands from all these other people just being wild reckless out here and sure as shit like the next day i had a cold (laughs) <laughs> I, I could like feel the germs infiltrating my body <laughs> but anyways yeah so how did you feel during it like what was your um was it really shitty and um it wasn't fun no like it i so i will say i had compared to some people i had very mild symptoms like yeah i don't think i quite had i didn't take my temperature but I didn't have a fever. My girlfriend, she took her temperature when she was having it. Like now that I, I asked her, I was like, hey, do you have COVID? And she's like, no, no, no. She took her temperature and it was pretty much normal. Now, I will say this. She was like sleeping next to her. She's normally pretty hot when we sleep. She was like on fire. Like it was like literally like stove hot to the touch. It seemed Jeez like. Uh, or like at least, you know, like you turn your faucet on, it's really hot water. That's yeah. what um, I was like, man. So, That's pretty scary. For me, uh, and she didn't, she was like, oh, I feel fine. But um, for me, I was a little bit hot to the touch, I'm sure. Um, I probably, like, if you're normally like, what, 98.6, I was probably like 99, maybe 90, 99.6 degrees. So I was a little hot um, and achy. That was the biggest thing, just sensitive to the touch. Like, even putting on clothes was kind of like not very comfortable. you know, uh, but besides that, I, I didn't get tired. I wasn't out of breath, which is good. Like I go out and ride my bike because that's all I could really do. <laughs> um, I, I, I hate sitting inside. So, yeah, 
but yeah, I was I was really fortunate, and I part of it I think because um, like I exercise a lot, uh, and like I I think my immune system is pretty decent already, and like I have ability to fight back. But also I I would say partially because I had the vaccine, you know, um, so like kind of at least prep my body so it was able to fight. It wasn't just completely bombarded. It's like I I re- like after having it, I kind of realized, and this is just me uneducated. Um, don't quote me on any of this stuff because I'm not a doctor, but I think if you get it, it's really difficult for you. I, I, I think the the whole point of it is it just kind of overwhelms your immune system. And it's like if you um I don't know what I would compare it to. It ba- basically if you're prepared for an attack, you can be, you can still be attacked, you know, and you may take a few blows, but you'll, at least if you're prepared for it, you can kind of fight your way back. But if you're completely unprepared and you're being attacked, then you have nothing and you're instantly on your heels. You have like no way to fight back um, very well, at least if you can't like survive that first onslaught. So, yeah. And I don't know if this is just like my perception, but um seems like the virus has gotten like dampened down does that make sense like i think i feel like when i first heard about it in 2020 or whatever 2019 2020 when people were getting it it was like they were on like you know almost dying or something or like you know like it was almost like uh they were like really like furiously fighting it in the hospital or something like uh they couldn't get out of bed or whatever else and maybe it's their I mean, even people that's, you know, supposedly work out a lot and are really healthy, even like the, it knocked out the shit, the shit out of them. But sure. then when it I feel like as I as I hear more and more as there's progressing like time, mm-hmm. it seems like people are getting over it better or like easier. I don't know. Yeah. I think that, I think part of that is because there's more people taking the vaccine because um, yeah. as we've seen, the vaccine doesn't stop you from getting COVID. <laughs> it just yeah helps i guess keep you from out of the hospital but there's a lot of people like i don't know the news i listen to like they, they talk like a lot of people are still going into the hospital they've talked about the second surge third surge whatever wave blah 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 blah. i don't think there's as many people going into it at the peak but there's still people who like the there's still hospitals who are starting to be overwhelmed by patients again so i i I think the difference is just I I, th- I do think you're correct. I, there's not as many people, or as, you're not seeing as many people like be just stricken with this like a normal person versus now like it's still people still are, but like for instance, I had a guy he was one of my airmen, like probably the most well-rounded fitness like person in shape that I've ever met in my life. One of them at least. Um, and he got COVID and he was like down for the count. He was like, dude, I couldn't hardly breathe, like walking, like getting up off the couch and then walking to the refrigerator. It like winded him. I was like, and this is a guy who could probably run a, you know, eight. And a, I think he, I think he ran it like a seven or eight and a half minute mile and a half time. On his, like, and on top of that, he could like lift, like he was really strong, lift weights. He could do everything, and he super in shape guy, and he still got crushed by it. So, um, and I don't think that's happening as much. But I also think there's, even though there's still people who aren't getting the vaccine, um, people have been exposed to it, and 
also people have gotten the vaccine. So I think it's kind of the people who are really suffering are the people who just are taking it. But there's also younger people who are getting it now, too. Um, and when we first say, like, oh, young people don't have anything to worry about, young, healthy people. But young, healthy people are getting it. And some people are still having um, some of those long last, like the long term effects out there just talking on the news today about it. But anyways. Yeah, well, glad you're better. That's yeah. crazy. I, uh, <clears throat> for the listeners, I luxury texted me this like late October. It's uh, mid November now. And I guess I missed <laughs> it. Man, I've been pretty bad lately about, uh, I don't know, I've been missing texts. I think some of it is. I think I said before, my truck, like as soon as I get in my car, if I have any run, unread messages, it, you know, it shows them as red because huh. it, like it shows it up on the screen uh, and it says like you have three new messages and I'm like driving, obviously. So or like backing up or whatever. So I miss it. And then it sh- it like assumes I read them. Hmm. So I so when I get home, I don't I don't see a notification, you know, uh, yeah, that's which kind of which kind of sucks. But I just got to be better about like double checking going through you know the logs or whatever but um sure. but yeah and i was also did I, ever, I don't know if i ever talked about the honeymoon uh i don't think you did but real quick since we were talking about fighting for your life i heard you said you started <laughs> yeah yeah if i was fighting for my life on one of those i'd be fucking dead by now but <laughs> dude <clears throat> yes yeah, so i i uh it was a new year's resolution so got it Got it kind of last minute here, but um, <laughs> uh, yeah, finally. Well, I guess a lot of it was like because of the, all the COVID restrictions, like indoor sports or whatever the fuck. Um, and now I think we could do it. So, but I, you know, it's one of those things. It's like, you know, you keep fucking putting off. All you have to do is call and like sign up, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but but I finally like get the details. Um, I'm you know instead of saying like oh I'll go next week, I'm just like I'll just go tonight. You know, let's just do this. So I look at their website, you know, get the the address, go to it. <clears throat> I'm in the middle of fucking nowhere. There's just like truck, like a, I guess it's like a truck stop or like where they like load up the trucks. I'm like, <laughs> oh, this has got to be fucking wrong. So I, you know, Google is actually correct instead of their website. <clears throat> so I get there. Um, you know, the parking's a little bit bad, but then I get in there. They're they're on they're all on the mat and they're all in their geese. The like the uniform that you'd like kind of, if you picture like martial artists or something like that, or like jujitsu, yeah. they're in that, like uh almost like a bathrobe kind of thing, I guess. Yeah. But like two parts. Uh, and I'm like, Oh fuck. <laughs> 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 and obviously like workout gear, you know? So I'm like, okay. And then, so I try to go to the desk and the, the instructor um, comes out and he's like, here, just sign this. Um, we wear geese, but I guess I got one for you. Here you go. So, you know, uh, get into it and then meet us on the mat. We're gonna be started by the time you get out. And I'm like dressing, <laughs> like I have no idea. He's just throwing you to the wolves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it gets better, so I, I, uh, I don't even know how to fucking put it on. Like it's got a belt around the, um, the jacket. Yeah, around the waist. Yeah. Well, so it's around the. So there's a, uh, kind of like an inseam string, that's mm-hmm. around the belt or like like the belt. But then there's one around almost like uh, the abs, I guess. Yep. <clears throat> and that's the one to show you your uh, belt status or whatever it's called. 
white belt. He give you a white belt, or he give you? Yeah, he give me the fucking. Yeah, I don't think. I think he would have fucking sent me home before he gave me something else. You know what I mean? <laughs> he gives you a brown leather belt. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I do that and then they're just like, so he like talks for a sec, cause I kind of hear them. He's like talking, introducing stuff. And then they like do their exercises. And by the way, I forgot to say, I went to this class cause it's a beginner class supposedly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I go up to him like, how the fuck do I wear this thing? Uh, because I kind of had it on, but he's like, oh, you almost got it. Here you go. Then you do this. And then I'm like, is this the beginner class? He's like, yeah, they're all beginner classes. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> So they're like doing these things and then they line up into like stations almost. Yeah, Tito Ortiz is over here. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's like, yeah, yeah. all for beginners. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Connor so McGregor is like, Ortiz, just get on the fucking mat, you little loser, you know. Uh, <laughs> but they get into like, you know, like columns and um, he just like yells out an exercise and they're doing that thing. Like remember in combatives where we were just go down in waves and they do like the shrimp or whatever on the ground. Yeah. We would kind of like move down and get to a certain spot and then run back to the back of the line. <clears throat> they were doing that. I have no fucking idea what's going on. So I get in line, just, you know, fucking, you know, just get into the mix. And I'm so slow with some of the exercises that they have to like make a line next to me <laughs> <laughs> to like, you know, make it still go. And he was, he was nice. So he was like showing me stuff and how to do it. And he was making sure other people were, you know, getting into a different line or whatever else. But it was just that and then some more of that stuff. And then um, I guess their construct, which I, I don't think is too different from everybody else's, <clears throat> is uh, they kind of teach you a couple moves or something that class. And then you just do sparring. And, yeah, it, I mean, it was just like, you know, anybody in the Air Force that did combatives is kind of used to where you just you're fighting. And, you know, yeah, yeah, sorry. <clears throat> and you just uh tap out if you need to or whatever else but uh yeah it was it was pretty good i mean dude i was if i did it anymore i think i was ready to like throw up after the first one just because i'm probably out of shape and like you know a lot of it too i you know as you can imagine is um you know your brain is like what the fuck's going on i'm fighting for my life here <laughs> you know so <laughs> It's you're, adrenaline. Yeah. In the moment, you're not too tired, but then when you stop, you're like, it like hits you like a fucking brick wall, you know? Dude, uh, uh, I was, I was saying this, um, like, not to, we can talk about this later. Um, but I was on an interview board, and like, one of the questions is, you know, like, are you, ner- like, are you nervous about killing people or something like that for your job? And like, I, I would ask people because they, like, the answers varied. And, I was like, have you ever, like, I'll talk to people, like, have you ever been in a fight? And they're like, yes, no, or whatever. I was like, when you finish a fight, like, did you feel, like, just peachy? Because every time I've, like, been in a fight or I sparred or I did jiu-jitsu, like, and I was going hard, like, you feel like you got to puke at the end. Like, you're not necessarily winded. It's just you just feel like shit and you want to, like, you're stu- you got that feeling in your stomach that you, like, you need to puke. And, um yeah, that's a, like it's a terrible feeling, and like the more you do it, the better it gets, you know. But yeah, I I can I can sympathize with you on that one. Yeah, I think a lot of it too is um like getting ch- like slightly choked out, you know, or you know getting your like moving around, hitting your head on the mat or whatever else, um just probably jarring your brain, I guess. You know, what I mean? but it's like it's so tough because I mean same thing with combatives. It was like 
okay, we're sparring. Or, or like they teach you like two things that are very specific situations. When you <laughs> practice it, the other guy is like, or girl is, uh, is like kind of letting you do it. But obviously in like a spar or a fight, they wouldn't. Um, and then so like when you actually spar or fight, they like, <laughs> you're, you're like, okay, I know how to do this very specific thing in a very specific moment. But otherwise, I don't know, like, what am I supposed to do here? You yeah, know? trying to link it all together is difficult. Yeah. I've done it before. So the other guys who were better. So I went Monday and Tuesday. Monday had the, uh, so I guess Monday and Wednesdays, they do the gi. Tuesdays and Thursdays, they do no gi. So just like a uh, regular workout. <clears throat> so on Monday, I could tell who was like the better people. Because, you know, white, even the, some of the white belts, if they'd been going there for a while, they were still much better than me, obviously. But yeah. if they were like blue belt or higher or whatever, they were really good. Don't fuck with them. Yeah. yeah. So, but then on Tuesday, when they were just wearing their workout gear, they I couldn't tell who was. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, safe to say, everybody's much much better than me. You know. So, uh, but one guy, dude, he like reeked of weed, <laughs> which uh, Bruiser told me because he was talking to me about Shreveport Jiu-Jitsu like when I was in minor or whatever. Uh-huh. And he was like, yeah, just watch out where you go because some of them are like, like uh, I think Jocko talks about this or maybe he does it too. Or sorry, um, Joe Rogan yeah. does this. It's like a very big weed culture with the Jiu-Jitsu. It's like they kind of like complement each other, I guess, huh. in a way. Um, but yeah, he like reeked, but dude, he like fucked me up, man. Like more loose, than, dude. Yeah, more than the others. Like, yeah, I guess so, maybe. But like usually... Sometimes you would start on the ground or you would just start uh, standing up and usually I can get somebody down or maybe they would like get me down and then we would like keep going. But this guy like had me standing up and just fucked, like completely destroyed me. <laughs> like anything I would do, he would like, it's just crazy how they, somebody can choke you in ways you could not even imagine. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like choking you with your own shirt. Then next thing you know, yeah. he's choking you with like his ankle. You're like, how is this possible? Yeah. I mean, like, uh, this is a hell of a way to go. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, just like grappling. And then he would like, like, I don't know. It's hard to describe. I can't even remember really what it was, probably because I got choked out. But it was like, <laughs> he like put his arm around the back of my neck, but then brought it to the front. But it was like his backside of his hand. And then, and he had me like kind of under him and then he just like pulled up and it just choked me. And like, sometimes it would be like slow and it's like, okay, tap. Sometimes uh, it's, it's like, oh, fuck. Sounds like a guillotine choke. Yeah, something like that. But uh, yeah, he was pretty good. That was, it. it I mean, and it's kind of cool too. You can um, stop and like be like, hey, can you show me that? Like what you just did or what should I do here? That type of stuff, you know? Yeah. And I mean, it is obviously humbling as well because some of them are, I, I, I don't know how to guess their age, but maybe in high school or maybe like college or something. And I mean, not that uh, I'm probably too much bigger than them in those, uh, those ages, obviously, but like they were, they were pretty good and fucking me up. So, yeah. Um, and I'm sure some of the girls would have fucked me up too. I mean, that's the whole point of kind of those martial arts yeah. is your weight and uh, strength doesn't matter as much because it's mostly leverage and shit like that. But yeah, <laughs> It's like, I mean, I, I think that's the same for any, like, sport when you're looking at, like, typically you think of, like, oh, man beats woman every time. But there's a certain, there, there it gets to a certain level when, whether you're man or woman, that if you're 
proficient at what you're doing, it's, it's not going to matter whether it's weightlifting, um, like the best, you know, Olympic weightlifters who are women at the top of the game can lift more than, you know, 90% of men, um, at their same weight or even heavier than them. So it's and same with fighting sports. I'll, I'm never more humbled. Like I haven't done martial arts in a while, but I'm never more humbled when you like spar with a girl and they just start lighting you up with punches and kicks. And you're just like, dude, I was not expecting this. And like, you're out, you're back on your heels. Like, Oh shit. <laughs> She's fucking me up right now. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to think is like, are you more scared of the, like, cause you know, the, you stretch in the beginning or whatever else. And it's like, are you more scared of the girl or the guy, I guess, who is like joking around with everybody or the one who's like, doesn't talk to anybody. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's probably a little bit of both. Like this guy's psycho or the guy or the guy or girl who's like completely comfortable. They're like, Oh, this guy's about to, he he must know some shit, you know, or she must know some shit. Yeah. But man, hats off to people who, well, first of all, you know, even do it or keep up with it. But especially people who go in there fucking cold, like, I mean, I had the benefit of doing <clears throat> combatives. Otherwise, I wouldn't have known. I don't think anything. In my, like, we didn't do anything in high school or something like that. So yeah. it would have been, like, so foreign and so kind of scary, you know? So yeah. it, I remember I, kind of, Go ahead. Sorry. I remember kind of dreading it in uh, field training a little bit. just cause <laughs> maybe, maybe just because I was tired or whatever else. But, yeah, um, but yeah I'm, pretty, I'm pretty used to the sparring now, I think. It's uh, awesome. Like losing, I guess. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, but that's like part of it, and eventually yeah. you're, gonna, you're not going to lose as much, or you're you're going to start like getting people randomly, and you're like, oh shit, I can't believe I got that dude. Yeah, I think I got a couple guys, not like had them tap out, but at least like either surprised them or got out or did something, you know. Uh, yeah. But yeah, somebody I was talking to said like he's at like the four week mark or something, going a couple times a week, and he's finally feeling like he can be proactive about things as as opposed to reactive, you yeah. know. And then, of course, I'm like, oh, okay, so he's kind of where I am. Or, you know, like, he's only four weeks ahead of me or something, so let me spar him. And then he, like, fucking destroys me. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> sounds good. You know? uh, dude, I liked uh, – I had a lot of fun doing combatives. And I always do. I, I, I've always liked martial arts. Uh, so I, I, that's one, one thing. I, I'm not the biggest fan of jiu-jitsu, but I definitely see the merit. And I think it's, it's very useful and it's – easy to do and i think it's an easy martial art to get into and like be like have some good exercise more so than like traditional karate um because i don't know it's i'm not gonna say it's more versatile but it you're more likely to use it i feel like and it's more popular now and i think it's a little bit easier to get into more safely without getting your head knocked off <laughs> but yeah, um I, 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 sorry good i was say i want to i want to start it and every time i move somewhere i'm like oh i want to kind of do this a couple times a week or something like that and i just never end up going to but how much is it it's like uh i think it was 130 for a month and you can go yeah it's not too too bad you can go like four times a week which i I don't think i could yeah i don't think i could fucking do that so um i'd probably go like gym membership yeah i'd probably go like two or three times maybe three times at the most Mm -hmm. um and they have saturday they have seven days a week so you can make yeah. it work for what you want. Um, but yeah, it's not too bad. I mean, what is that? Uh, $30 a week. If you kind of break it down that way or something like that. Um, if you do it twice a week, $15, even less if you do it more. So yeah. 
I'm surprised they don't have a jujitsu club on base or anything. Yeah, maybe they do. But I was going to say, I'm trying to look. I, w- I want to do boxing. I think that's one of my, I suppose, bucket list kind of things. Maybe for next year, like a resolution is to at least try it out. Um, but I think ju- or judo might be interesting to be. I, I like the idea. Judo is uh, fun. Yeah. yeah. I like the idea of doing like takedowns, you know, standing yeah. up kind of. So. Yeah, I think you'll be in a sweet spot if you can if you can get all of those. Like, dude, jujitsu is good for like, you know, last ditch shit. But <laughs> like, you're 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 fighting for your life. Like, if you're fighting for your life, I think you got to go with jujitsu, because um, that's what's gonna happen. Like, <laughs> but yeah. I think there's there's something to be said for being able to strike. Like, I I'm a big proponent of striking. So just because if you can start it all, like. If you're about to have a conflict, striking is going to be your first thing. Like if somebody pulls a gun on you, like right. you can try, like you can try to wrap them up, but it's then it becomes a toss up. But if you can strike them and really strike the weapon, strike the person um, quickly, you can deal with things. I don't know. If this is a whole nother topic, but I think you got to have both and kind of just being a well-rounded um, fighter, I guess, if you will, I don't know, for lack of a better term. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And yeah, I mean, seeing the guys <clears throat> and girls do the jujitsu stuff, even like the uh, the kids were like the class before us. It was like crazy seeing them do it. And like, I don't know, what, like, I guess what I was, I, I guess I was expecting them to be more um, less professional, like almost like <laughs> like laughing during it or whatever else or like yeah. messing around. But they were like fucking taking each other down seriously. So <laughs> I could imagine. <clears throat> raising a kid like that like you know having them go to that class would be probably pretty good for their um self-esteem obviously but also like their i don't know what you say uh kind of grounds them i guess you know yeah Yeah, Uh, or boost their confidence yeah oh sure and it gives them something to do and be active um yeah uh but yeah i was i was looking at a gym that i think i might try to actually go more towards which was I don't even know how to fucking pronounce it, but <clears throat> it was talking about like a, a mix, kind of like what you were saying, a mix between uh, boxing, uh, judo, and I think they had some kind of ground stuff, or maybe they just called it martial arts or something. So a little bit more, because I was kind of a little bit going more for self-defense, not necessarily maybe like jumping into a craft, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. But uh, either way, I guess is good. So was that? And, like, is, are you talking about like the style of martial art or the name of the like gym in particular? No, the style. It's uh, Rob Maga. Uh, no, but it was. It might have been like Japanese or something. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Here it is. Uh, I'm gonna have to spell it. Oh, Jakumbo or something. J a K-A-J-U-K-A-E-N-B-O. You type it in there so I can see it. Yeah, I guess it's... So it's karate, judo, kenbo, and Chinese boxing. I think it's just a combination of all those things. Okay, yeah. Or like a combination of all those words. Yeah, okay, I got you. Yeah, those are all good stuff. Like uh, kendo, those are sticks. They're fighting with uh, sticks, which is... Honestly, that's a... a, a, You would think that that's not that... uh, that life you're like oh i'm gonna have a stick but like being able to pick something up and learning how to block or attack with it is really helpful um and then like obviously that any kind of boxing is good 
doing learning how to kick and grappling. I mean, honestly, if you if you can if you can grapple and you can strike, you're pretty much set. And as far as defending yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I wonder, like, now that I'm thinking about it, I wonder if those people that were in the jujitsu class were like <clears throat> trying to compete in stuff too. You know, I'm because sure they some were. People are. Yeah, like that's like their actual like hobby or whatever kind of thing. I couldn't. I don't. I mean, I should probably do a competition just to do it to to like uh uh you know to like get out of my comfort zone. But like, I can't imagine fucking. Yeah. Doing that. Well, it's like it, I I compare it to kind of, and it's kind of in the same vein of popularity as CrossFit, where you don't have like you can do CrossFit just for fitness, you know, just for well being. You can do right. CrossFit for competition. You can be, and you can be anywhere in between that, like on that spectrum. Um, just like you can be, you can do jujitsu or any kind of martial arts just for fun, just for staying in shape, or you can compete at it and try to be, you know, in the UFC. It's, there's all kinds of levels anywhere, anywhere you want to be, you can get it, get out of it what you want. Dude, this is like hearing you talk about this is jazz, like jazz me up, makes me want to try it. Yeah, after the first day, I was like. I'm never going to do this ever again, you know, but <laughs> after the second day, I was actually kind of jazzed up um, at the end of it. But it's like kind of the other thing I want to talk about, too, is like, how do you decide? Like, it's kind of tough to decide what to do, because I also have been getting into indoor soccer now, too, you know. So if I play yeah. an indoor soccer game or two if, and then if I fly one night, like I can't add jujitsu <laughs> to that. Yeah. I'm with you on that. It's kind yeah, of hard no. to decide what you like because there's not enough like there's not enough hours in the day. Like, sure, you would like to kind of dabble in all these things, but you need like three extra days <laughs> just to chill out after work. And there's not enough time after work a lot of times. Yeah. And I have a confession to make that. Uh, I think we talked about the guitar. I was like trying to learn guitar like a couple of years ago or something like that. And I was like, oh, I haven't been using it too much. You're like, well, I got to be honest. I don't think you're uh, – you you might stay that way. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, you're right. And it's like uh, that That kind of speaks to the point of like <clears throat> um, – actually, Matthew McConaughey talks about this in Greenlight. It's not too profound, but just like trying to whittle down as many things as you're doing. And, you know – and actress General Brown talked about it too in that uh, speech you sent me where it's like – you could do like five things okay, or you could do two things really well. You know, like if you concentrate on a f- you know fewer things, you can do them better. Obviously, you know. So, sure. and uh, and then I re- like one day I realized I was like, I think I'm just doing this guitar thing just to do it. I, I'm not actually interested in it. So it's like, <laughs> so then I finally decided like I gotta sell this fucking thing. So yeah. So what do you think you're uh, you're gonna focus on going forward? I think I'd. I I like soccer, you know what I mean. So I think I'd rather stick with that. But but I was thinking, hopefully, maybe there's like a break in some of the season because the seasons are like six weeks or something. It's kind of random. But um, if there's like a month long break, maybe I'll sign up for jujitsu that month or something like that. Yeah. How how often do you play indoor soccer? It's like once a week, sometimes two times a week. So it's it's a pretty good amount. Okay. Uh. Yeah, it's only like 40-minute games, but I'm still fucking, you know, out of shape and shit, so it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, well, there's no better way to get back in shape than just playing sport, you know. 
Yeah, I'm sure you like you could probably say um, like if you're talking about a six week season, you start the first week and you're like, fuck, man, I'm out of shape. Then by the sixth week, you feel pretty good. Yeah. And like depending on how many subs we have and it's like a smaller field. So there's more like kind of there's more sprinting, I suppose, in a way, because, you know, it's like back and forth really quickly. Um, So, yeah, it's been good. That's awesome. Yeah. And I I admire that. And that sounds awesome. Like I, I love hearing people talk about uh, I, I think I, I have a pro, pro, um, propensity for physical activity and hearing people's uh, just how people are going along with their life and hearing the different things they try. Like, I don't know. It inspires me. That's really cool. I like to hear that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was going to ask, do you think it's hot if, uh, do you think it's hot if a girl can beat you up? Is that, does that make her hotter? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) (laughs) I am the type of person who like, I, I personally like women who are not necessarily more masculine, but more who are more go-getters. Like, hence, I like, I like people who wear, I like women who like who yeah I can't talk I like women who wear pant suits <laughs> because it's like power you know it's like oh shit like she might you know she's got the A type personality um, somebody who's good at, at 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 yeah I'm all kinds of tongue tied somebody who's good at athletics um, a girl who might beat me up you know that's like I think that's cool it's, it's kind of to me it's kind of hot. Yeah, there's uh, a lot more girls there than I was expecting. <clears throat> Although I guess I have no fucking expectation for it. But <laughs> uh, so now I don't mean to squish gears, but you're talking about your honeymoon. How did that go? Oh yeah, yeah. So we did Turks and Caicos, which I had no idea where that was, but I was surprised that when people asked how many people knew where that was. Well, <laughs> here's here's how much I knew about it. Like the first time I saw Turks and Caicos spelled out, I was like, that's how you spell that? If <laughs> <laughs> I can't even spell it, I don't know where it's at. Yeah, so we... Um, good, so I think maybe I talked about it in February 2020. We went on a cruise with the um, the space and his wife and walking and his wife. Um, oh, did you do that? Yeah, February 2020. Okay. Yeah, that was pretty fun. Right before the whole pandemic. Yeah. Well, even that, it was like you you couldn't have um, traveled to China within two weeks or something like that. But yeah, I think like the cruise after us or two after us was were the ones that like got fucking stuck at a port somewhere mm-hmm. um, and had to like quarantine or whatever. But <clears throat> uh, anyway, when we did those cruises, it was like. It was like seven days or something. It was like we went to like five different fucking places. So it was just like tiring. So we kind of concluded that we should try to just get somewhere and just stay there, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's what we tried to do here. We we went to like a sandals all inclusive, which if you go in like a, yeah, it's really good. If you go to like in October and November, it's pretty cheap because it's a uh, hurricane season. So not as many people go. <laughs> uh, yeah but we got lucky because it was it was pretty much sunny all day or the whole time um uh but yeah it was good dude i mean like that was the first time being at all inclusive 
And it's just awesome to just get there, you know, plop your ass down. Everybody, I didn't think about it, but like everybody there is on vacation. So that's even cooler because as opposed to like if you go somewhere, you know, people are working around you or whatever else. They're like, you know, just going to dinner for the night or something like that. But it's like everybody's on the same like vibe, you know. Um, And it was most, I mean, it wasn't, uh, as you would expect, there's there's not exactly, uh, it's not like a spring break type atmosphere. It was was mostly families, I think, and like. uh, Adults. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, mostly. And I think they were at like 25% capacity or something. So because of COVID for some reason or whatever. Um, but yeah, it was pretty good. And they had, they had like multiple, I don't know how to call it, like almost like parks, kind of like Disneyland where it's like, there's different themes for different areas. Oh, okay. And they had like over, I don't know, let's just say 23 restaurants or something that all had like a different genre, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was pretty good. We, I would highly recommend if anybody has questions on that, just feel free to text me or something like that. Yeah, no. Um, what was the probably the best part of the trip, you think? Or, oh, not here. Yeah, what was the best part? I'm going to write down another question I have. Best part. So the best experience, I guess, was we did a candlelit dinner. Oh. Yeah, and it was, like, on the shore. And I'm glad because we ended up getting it um actually walk-in uh donated it to us or like it was kind of like our wedding gift i guess but it was kind of funny because we didn't realize it was him and we didn't remember buying it so we like we were like what the fuck okay <laughs> you know? yeah. Wait, I, I wonder how i did that so he okay so the travel agent that we used um was she helped kind of like we we kind of came in with like a 99 percent plan kind of but she helped mold the travel agent helped mold like where to go and like i think she helped out a little bit maybe with the price or something and uh all the packages and she really helped with like the covid guidance and all the policies like sifting through that you know <clears throat> but she knows uh walken's wife oh okay gotcha so they knew they knew her so they kind of like, ah, did, like a, okay. a little uh sneaky you know but uh but it was pretty awesome i mean originally we were like oh i don't i mean i guess that sounds cool or I, I guess it was part of a bigger package and we didn't get the bigger package, but uh, it was pretty chill. It was just like right on the shore and the and the resort is, as you could probably imagine, is like on the shore as well. But like you can go deeper inland and it's still part of the resort. But um, it was like awesome food. Like I got a uh, fucking filet mignon and uh, lobster as a mm. surf and turf, you know, oh, like God. that's like that was probably like the best meal of my fucking life. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's all downhill from here, you know. Yeah. But it was just it was just cool because I mean it was probably because we we got drunk too, but yeah. it was like it was just good uh kind of conversation and experience to just chill there, you know. Yeah. So did the honeymoon feel like I don't know, did it feel like a honeymoon that you hear about or it's on the TV and stuff? Because whenever I think honeymoon, I'm like and I th- I think about what honeymoon might be for me, I'm like, uh, I don't know if I want one. But did it feel like a honeymoon should? I think it felt like a honeymoon should. And I think, I mean, I fell into this kind of trap, if you will. It's like you shouldn't put too much pressure on it. Like it could be anything, you know, like if you want to go camping for two days or something or like, I don't know, uh, even go like an hour away from your house and just chill or something like that. Like as long as you just get time away, it doesn't have to be um, 
I mean, I guess ours was somewhat a little bit fancy or something like that, but it doesn't have to be like fucking rose petals everywhere and uh, like, you yeah. know, <laughs> you know, yeah. wine and like you go, I don't know, uh, gondola or whatever and all that type yeah. of shit, you know? <clears throat> yeah. As long as I think you just spend time together, um, away from others, getting to know each other, maybe mm-hmm. deeper, I guess, and okay. just chilling, you know? So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, follow up question. And the follow up to this follow up is going to be dependent on your your answer. But did it, or do you feel like you're still in the honeymoon phase, or is that is that long past? I think it's long past. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> we uh we talk about that a lot, and we try to we tr- we wa- I wanted to continue, you know what I mean? But I, I you know it's kind of inevitable for it to slip away a little bit. Yeah. Um. Then did the, the did the honeymoon make you feel like you were kind of back into it, or did it kind of rejuvenate any of that? Like even at least while you were out there. Yeah, I think it did rejuvenate, and I think part of rejuvenating it, or you know, trying to keep it, it and it's a good, uh, you know, at least from my perspective, a good um, advice to anybody, even to myself, is like, and actually, Walken I think gave me this advice was like always. He he said like constantly court her you know like you know um like chase after her and pursue her but i think a lot of it is like go on dates you know and yeah we try to do that i mean it's easy to forget but we try to do that when we can like even just going to a a restaurant or going to get ice cream and like you know or like a movie and just pretend you're on a date and like talking and like chilling as opposed to oh shit let's you know we get home clean cook uh watch tv go to bed you know like yeah. just do something i suppose yeah i have a bad habit of that like that's something i wish i could uh or it's not that i wish i can do better at but i'm i'm always guilty of not necessarily like i like going on dates and like i'm very i feel like i'm do pretty decent about going on dates and kind of keeping the action and like that kind of stuff going but where i struggle with is kind of like the pursuing like oh flirtiness you know and kind of um keeping it alive like when you first you know start date like start talking to somebody and you're trying to date you know you got to try to show them you're interested in them I, that's where i struggle with but um another question uh and i i have no experience with this so I, i'm genuinely curious is it fun to like get drunk with your significant other like when you're like you're talking about like ah oh, you guys just got kind of a little bit drunk on the wedding or not the wedding sorry um the honeymoon like that candlelight dinner and stuff like i see people do it and it looks like it's a lot like you guys have a lot of fun yeah i mean obviously you don't want to overdo it because yeah it, yeah i guess get tipsy you know kind of have that yeah uh, yeah yeah um but yeah it, it's good just to like kind of break down barriers even you know i i mean i Madison and I obviously know each other really well, so it's not like I'm like nervous around her or something, but <laughs> yeah. it's just like, I mean, we fell into like weird conversations like about inflation or something like that. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but it was just like, it's a good, uh, as they always say, like a social lubricant to just talk about things you usually wouldn't or whatever. Um, and it made it a little bit easier, I suppose, but yeah. uh, just to have a little bit more free thought and you guys can kind of be a little bit more carefree and yeah. just talk about things i imagine whatever literally whatever you want and there's not a barrier to saying like oh man she would she doesn't want to hear about this so i'm not going to bring it up or yeah you know, vice versa. 
Yeah, and something I'm bad with is like I always want to invite other people. Um and because I always think like, oh, we always spend time together. You know, like if we were saying like, I don't know, let's go visit Denver or something like, oh, let's invite um, luxury and walk in and space and whoever else. And then it's like sometimes we should just go by ourselves, you know, because yeah. you you should have those moments. So you like grow together and continue to rejuvenate as opposed to if you have friends around, then you're kind of more in, uh, I don't know, friend slash party mode. Yeah, it's not the like, same. Yeah, relationship kind of thing. So yeah, and sometimes like I I think I've heard um, on different podcasts. Like I'm a big fan of Esther Perel. If you I know I've mentioned her on the podcast a few times, but I think she's a phenomenal therapist and relationship counselor slash therapist. That she's like, have you you've heard of Brene Brown? Yeah. So Brene Brown had Esther on her podcast and Esther put her ass on the couch. Was, <laughs> <laughs> she's she's that good. Like she's oh man. Like I have a total crush on Esther Perel. She's amazing. But anyways, that's like one of the things she talks about a lot is um just being able to have the kind of like that playful banter and sometimes like having, you know, like adults, especially when they have kids, they kind of it's easier to like okay we got to do everything for the kids and they forget that hey we are we ourselves have a relationship and we need to cultivate that so we can be better adults for our children and be a better adult for everything we're doing so just kind of keeping that like what made me think of that is what you just said um kind of getting some of that alone time and being able to um i guess rekindle and reconnect yeah, I, and I think that's kind of like we were saying, like really, really easy to miss, especially I can imagine with like kids. But I mean, I was talking to like Skid and he was like, and I mean, some <clears throat> some moments I've had with Madison where we had like fucking, you know, like I had the mental breakdowns a couple of times or something <laughs> like that made us, you know, unfortunately we needed that almost to make us realize like we are each other's priority, you know? Yeah, mm, and that's great. Even, even deeper than that is like um god damn i just lost it you talked about knowing each, you guys are each other's priority yeah uh i think it was most it was like you know maybe i'm like i'm not trying to hurt madison but i want to do my thing but then uh if or like let's say we're gonna go do something like i don't know let's just say riding camels or something i don't know where i came up with that <laughs> um like, if I'm like, hey, I think we should do this. It'll help us, like, you know, have fun or grow or, or like, I want to do it. But Madison's, like, deathly afraid and she's, like, sweating and nervous or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then, like, we keep going and she's, like, scared to before we get there. It's like, maybe I should just cancel it, you know, as opposed yeah. to, like, putting her first as opposed to, like, either putting myself first or trying to do it for us. Like, you know, yeah. take care of her first, you know, kind sure. of. Sure. Like, you can, like, introduce and if, she, if she's not having a good time, like, okay well, maybe we'll try it again some other time or try it again. Never, especially if she's not really enjoying it. Um, I think that's probably one of the most difficult things is we as individuals in relationships have things that we're interested in or things that we care a lot about. And because we care a lot about it, we want our spouse or our significant other to care about those things too. And sometimes they just won't. So, you know, for me, prime example, we talked about how much 
I love mountain biking now. Like, <laughs> getting getting Maria on to a mountain bike, she goes with me, but she's not going to do the same things that I would do. Um, she like she thinks that I'm over here like doing Red Bull <laughs> rampage, jumping off forty foot cliffs, you know, doing backflips and shit. You know, meanwhile, like I'm just trying not to crash because I crash. It seems like every other time I go out. And not even on crazy trails, but like just trying to get her to come do that. And I, I've tried and like we'll we'll go out someplace and then we'll ride around. But it's one of those things where I realize it's just not something that she's passionate about. Maybe she would be passionate about it. But uh, if I was around her more or we did it more often and I kind of worked her up. But at the same time, if she's like definitely afraid, like of even going down, like literally like a half percent grade hill <laughs> <You know? laughs> then like it, it, that's something that like you were saying like you know what it's maybe it's not for her let's let's try something else let's go let's go do something else we can find something that we can both enjoy right now yeah so that's that's a big thing i would think that i've learned at least with marriage i mean even in a relationship but especially marriage with like you know the bond to become one all that type of stuff like mm-hmm. that madison's my priority and even if it like sacrifices my uh you know happiness a little bit or like my fun you know what i mean mm-hmm. like I, I obviously got to take care of her um, yeah and i and i know that <laughs> skid has an interesting perspective i don't know how, <laughs> i don't know how i feel i guess it's correct but he's like he would he puts his wife in higher priority than his kids mm, i've heard this argument before yeah yeah so like he you know the example he used which kind of sucks but you know it's a thing i guess is like if the boat's going down or something he's throwing his kids overboard because he had to make a choice you know but. yeah <laughs> this is gonna come back skids kids are gonna grow up listening to our podcast <laughs> yeah. and like, this dad? he's like yeah you don't remember me telling you that <laughs> yeah, but, by the way funny. he's on uh they're expecting kid number six. Holy shit, man. I, I don't know. know how does it? Yeah, I know. Uh, that's America. <laughs> he said, uh, he said, I think, I think this is finally it for us. <laughs> <laughs> this is finally it after six. Holy yeah. shit. Uh, uh, I tried to have one. Ca- we got to yeah. have a cast again sometime. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Dude, that's so beyond my even scope of imagination. I know. I mean, I feel like it's something, it's just like everything else we kind of talk about where it's like, you're scared at first, but then you do it and you're like, oh, no big deal. You know, um, that's, that's, I think the next step for us is I think we want to try to plan, you know, do film some family planning or whatever it's called. Um, but then I got this like deployment possibly hanging over my head of, uh, in April. So that's kind of ruined timeline, but it's just kind of, Scary. Like Got to knock her up in May. Yeah, um, and you can come back, reap all the benefits. <laughs> yeah, so that's the kind of like I'm nervous about it, but it's also like other people have done it, so it's like yeah, yeah. sure. Plenty sure. of people, people have done it on accident. Yeah, exactly. So like, make sure to you know raise kids well and good and all that. Be careful, but uh, you know it's you don't psych yourself out, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, um, uh, I have more to say about this stuff after, but, um, yeah. Yeah. I think we're right at the, we're at one oh one, So I think it's okay. a good time unless you got something. Nope.
I'm good. All right, we'll talk to you guys next time. See ya. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individuals and do not reflect the official policy or position of any agency of the U.S. government.